podcast by artists for artists we talk cash shit about everything sometimes we get messy and it all counts as art because we say so i'm mel today i woke up black and a woman later on in the day when my meds kicked in i morphed into an artist this week i'm a sales associate at radio shack a moderator for clubhouse moan rooms and i'm also working part-time as an insurance policy adjuster for accidents related to the negro solstice I'm Max. Didn't get any powers on the 21st. Wink, wink. The real St. Nicholas, the elf you want on your shelf. Look under the Christmas tree for me. Observer of Saturnalia. So how do you support Nat Turner Project, you may ask? Well, we have several ways to support. Um, we have a Patreon page where we have exclusive podcast episodes, which are only available behind the paywall, so we get extra messy. You can buy our stuff on Etsy, or you can subscribe to us on iTunes and leave a message. Um, also, you can follow us on SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, Facebook, or Instagram. The links are in the show notes. Also, if you have any questions, feel free to email us at natturnerproject0 at gmail.com, and we will read it on here. Today is our season finale for the trail mix of a year that was 2020. We wanted to do something special, so we decided to call in some super friends for this one. Today we got Ariella Tai, who you all might recognize from our spinoff movie podcast, Who All In It. We also have Sharita Town. Hi, y'all. Hello. Hi. 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 Thanks for having me on the show. I'm I'm gonna behave today. Uh, you don't have to, but thank oh, okay, you. okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> chill, 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 chill. Um, so here's a little bit about our special guest. Um, Sharita Town is a multidisciplinary artist and educator based in Portland, Oregon. Born and raised on the west coast of the U.S. along Interstate Five. 
from Salem, Oregon to Tacoma, Washington and down to Sacramento, California. She is interested in engaging local and global black geographies, histories and possibilities. And Ariella Tai, who again, you, also, you may also know from Who All In It, is a video artist, film scholar and independent programmer from Queens, New York, currently based in Portland, Oregon. So as I've mentioned, we wanted to do something special today. So we're gonna be discussing our top five holiday songs. And remember, this is the season finale. We made it, y'all. We made it. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I think this is our first official season finale. Yes. So, um, prepare, be prepared for cliffhangers, um, upsets. You're probably going to be angry, you know, whatever. So, <laughs> yeah. So, how are we doing this countdown, Max? You just want to go in the order that we um, wrote them? Uh, yeah, you want to start at the top? Okay. All right, so our top five songs. You go first. Top five songs. My number five song for holidays is I Wish It Was Christmas Today. Um, there's a bunch of different versions. There's a 12-minute compilation of uh, SNL cast um, Horatio Sands, Chris Kattan, um, Tracy Morgan, and um, Jimmy Fallon, where they sing Wishing It Was Christmas. Um, check it out. I guess you'll hear it in the actual song or the actual show. So that's my top five. I Wish It Was Christmas Today. I don't care about the CIA. I don't care what the calendar say. I wish it was Christmas today. I wish it was Christmas today. Why do you like that one? Um, I think it's fun. I think it's silly. I uh, I feel like it gets me in the holiday mood, and I like that other people um, yearn for Christmas when it's not Christmas. And um, I like that lineup. And if you watch the music video, it's funny to watch um, them like barely dance. Cool. Barely uh, dance. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Ariella, what is your uh, top, your number five song? Uh, my number five song is Let It Snow by Boys to Men and Brian McKnight. Um, I just feel like it's such a classic. It makes me think of a beautiful man on a bearskin rug in front of a roaring fire, um, holding like a snifter, I think, of cognac. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. It just like it's such a but yeah it's such a vibe yeah it's uh, a whole it's a whole vibe that was one thing that i like i just got so excited when i saw that because i i don't often think of brian mcknight but when i'm reminded of brian mcknight and let alone like holding out a note like let it snow i'm just like you know what everything's right with the world 2020 what you know like that's it's a beautiful song. I'm taken back. I'm it taken truly back. is. 
And I used to like mishear the like, um, come over here and help me trim the tree as come over here and let me trim your tree. Oh, God. <laughs> um, That's wonderful. Yeah. So I was sad when I found out that that wasn't the lyric, but it is in my heart. <laughs> I think it adds a whole other level to the song. Yeah. Thank you. Now it is yeah. the lyric of my heart. I feel that. Thank you. Yeah. Freaky yeah. Christmas. <laughs> Come over here and help me trim the tree. I wanna wrap you up, baby. They'll see you're the only present I need. There's so much more waiting for you in store. On this precious day. mcknight's current on discography so there's that um yeah yeah, i think 90s r&b was a special time um and that's definitely kind of a a remnant of that era of music the golden age if you will Mm -hmm. yeah The the harmonies the fashions, really, also. Yeah. There were a lot Absolutely. of people singing in deserts as well, and I appreciate that. That's important. So. Lots of front-facing fans. Deserts, those like that, like monochromatic group look, like mm-hmm. all white suits. Yes. Black suits, silver satin looks. All of it was really. It's pretty good. Yeah. Just like everywhere you go, it's just a half an inch of water. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally, totally. Um, Sharita, what's your number five? Well, my number five uh, is All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. Mm-hmm. It is unequivocally one of the last great Christmas songs um, that we'll ever know. Like nothing hits like being in the car when you are allowed to be with people with people that you like like people that you like and you know hopefully all black people but if not maybe like one non-black but um and then you all this song comes on and you all are just like low-key we're gonna sing this song you know what i mean yeah uh it just hits it really hits and even though sometimes it can be like it, it can be a lot, you know, and then you listen to the chopped screwed version and then it's alive again. It slithers through your spirit. It's a good song. It's a good song. There's a chopped screwed version. Oh, you, ha- you haven't lived yet. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> tight, tight, chill, chill. You can absolutely <laughs> Google that and you should listen to the chopped screwed version. It's really wow. good. Okay. I don't want a lot for Christmas There is just one thing I need 
Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. It is, as Sharita said, a classic. There's a reason why songs are become well-known um, or are favorites. And this Mariah Carey um, song kind of sealed her fate as, you know, one of the best to, to have ever done it in terms of Christmas songs. And I, I don't know, there's part of me that thinks it was kind of ruined by Love Actually but I refuse to let that be the case. I still love this song a lot. Um, and it still makes, no matter how bad a mood I'm in, if that song comes on, I immediately feel better. And that's something. So yeah, it's a great song. Mm. <laughs> I don't want So blessed I've never seen Love Actually. Oh, it's, it does not hold up well at all. I'll tell you that much. I tried to watch it with my housemate and I had to drink a lot to get through it. So <laughs> it's pretty embarrassing. So <laughs> um, all right, so number four, Max. My number four top song for holidays is Aaron Neville. Louisiana Christmas Day. Um, I love the song. This was a song that um, I feel like I would listen to growing up. Um, I guess on Christmas, we probably listen to music throughout the day. So I remember this one being a, a good Christmas Day song. Um, that was like fun and you would dance to. And um, yeah, it's my number four song. Now this is a this is an interesting one because it's a, it's a little bit outside of the genre like it's more country right like Aaron Neville. Um, I wouldn't say so. Okay. It's like um, I don't know Motowny. <laughs> I'm a family man. I wasn't born to roam, but it seems like every Christmas finds me farther from my home. I love singing my song, but it gets me down to hang my stocking in some hotel when the bad man comes to town. But it's alright, it's gonna be okay. Cause this year I'll be home, coming through the end of Christmas Day. Oh, oh, oh mama, I'm gonna find a way. Your little boy's coming on home, but Louisiana the Christmas. one of the 
those voices though it's like transcendent i was so obsessed with him as a child and i just called him mole man <laughs> mole man i was like mom the mole man song the mole man but um just a deep existential dread at six like everybody plays the fool you know <laughs> like so deep so deep in there I, yeah he's very particular voice All right, um, Ariella, what's your number four? All I want for Christmas is you. Okay. <laughs> would, you, would you like to say something about that song? I just, I just can't imagine liking a Christmas song more. I, I don't know. Like it's, I know it's not my number one, but I feel like it's the only song maybe in my entire life that I've listened to as many times as, I, as I've listened to it, and I don't hate it. I just love it more. It brings me so much joy. Um, yeah, I feel like there's no more fun than being really goofy with your friends and I'll sing along with this. one time at, yes. remember when we did karaoke at my studio for y'all's holiday party for the ntp hollow and we all sang this yeah oh god better times oh so nice so yeah that was my first karaoke experience really yeah <gasps> so good that. <laughs> you witnessed my one and only solo karaoke performance <laughs> <laughs> I think there's all of I think all of my karaoke performances ever have been with Max. Um, Max has been there, and something about Max going on first and doing Sade just kind of loosens me up to to not feel embarrassed about doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, I love karaoke. <laughs> 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 yeah, I think uh, the, the, all I want for Christmas by Mariah Carey is interesting because it's none of our number ones, but it's like a staple. So that's kind of cool, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it's safer there. It's so important that it's safer to say out of the number one spot. <laughs> an enduring love, an enduring fourth or fifth choice, you know. Yeah, number one's a lot of pressure. So. It'll always be on the top, it'll always be top five. It's yeah. always top five, yeah. And it's definitely in my top favorite songs of all time, I would say, oh, wow. too. Oh. That's good stuff. Um, and I just, like, I feel like it tells me so much about people who rag on it. Like, people who talk yes. shit about this song, I'm just like, I yeah, don't fuck with you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> that's, that's reasonable. Like, I feel like it gives you so much information about a person. Like... It's like one thing to not fuck with this song, but like to not fuck with it and to like rag on it. I'm just like, absolutely. You're telling on yourself. Mm -hmm. 
Sharita, what is your number four? Didn't I say it? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm. What is time? <laughs> I had a hard time with my number four because it was a tie between I'll Be Home for Christmas, Anita Baker, uh, or Joy to the World, Whitney Houston from the Preacher's Wife contract, uh, soundtrack when she sings with that choir. Um, I think it's like the Georgia Mass Choir. I can't remember which choir, but I, I just need a, like a solid a solid Anita moment, you know, in this list or us. I mean, Whitney Houston is the empress of Christmas, really, you know, like, <laughs> like the, the sound that is Christmas. If it were a light, it would be bursting out of every pore of Whitney Houston, you know? So I wanted to have one of those on there. Absolutely. But low key though, if, I believe in you and me from also from the preacher's wife oh. soundtrack can be considered a Christmas song because that whole movie is a Christmas movie. It really is. I would probably go with that one. So you're leaning more towards Whitney? A little bit, yeah, yeah. Um, Sullivan suggested to me this Anita Baker song and it's really good. It's really good. You know what? Let's go Anita Baker. Let's go Anita Baker. Let's just like do an upset. You know, okay. this is 2020. We'll see if we'll see if Whitney comes back on next year. Okay. All right. Home for Christmas. You can count on me. Please have snow and mistletoe and presents under the tree for me, baby. Um, and my number four is, you know, there's a lot of pressure to feel happy during Christmas, but sometimes that's not the case. And when you are feeling down, you need the soundtrack for that. You need music that's gonna reflect your mood. And for this, I chose What Do the Lonely Do at Christmas, The Emotions. I love this song. Um, it always makes me feel better. It cheers me up because it's so sad. Um, <laughs> and it's, I think it's just beautifully arranged. So that's my number four, um, yeah. The season to be jolly, but how can I be when I have nobody? The Utah Carol doesn't make it better, knowing that we won't be together. A silent Three, Max? My number three top holiday song is 
my favorite things, Mary J. Blige. Um, I don't know who does the song originally, but I've always particularly liked um, this version, Mary J. Blige's version of um, my favorite things. Um, again, I feel like most of my songs are, I guess, are songs I picked that I've listened to a lot or that are in my, would be my usual um, holiday playlist. Um, yeah, so this is another one. Um, my favorite things, Mary J. Blige. I mean, isn't the original Julie Andrews for the Sound of Music? Is it? It is, yeah. Okay. Well, it go. is. I always, I always forget that because of like the Coltrane versions, I just never think of it with Christmas anymore. It's just like a general my favorite, but it is a Christmas song, isn't it? Yeah. My sister sang this at her like third grade choir Christmas recital when I was in kindergarten. Um, and all the children, it's it was in Oregon, so it was a lot of um, enunciated singing, uh, raindrops on roses. It was good though. I still I hold that moment close. My my sister can really sing. She she held the entire show with that <laughs> song. <laughs> Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens, red copper kettles and warm woolen mittens, brown paper packages tied up with string. These are a few of my favorite things. What's your number three? Uh, Santa Baby by Kaya. That is a good uh, one. I was actually mad when I saw that because that I didn't think of it first. <laughs> it's just so good. It's like back from my neck, my back, like all the way into 2016. Still giving us just bops. Yeah. It just goes so hard. Yeah like half the comments on YouTube underneath the video are like, I threw out my back listening to this song. <laughs> Which is how I feel. And I, I don't know, I just like it. I just, I feel like my vibe always for Christmas is just like Ratchet. So my soundtrack is very much like Ratchet Christmas. Santa baby, please hurry down my chimney tonight. Santa baby, Jolly old Saint, hurry, hurry, hurry. Jolly old Saint Nick made me wait all year for the D. Twelve months of Christmas screaming ho ho ho. Slide down my chimney sucking on my mistletoe. Fresh chocolate chip cookies sitting waiting by the stove. Hot warm butter meal sipping sliding down your throat. I can't hear the sleigh bells pulling up to my door. I've been a good girl all year, so my gifts on the floor. Keep my sugar to myself. It's a no. Hurry, hurry, hurry Santa baby 
Kaya, those are good times. Jarita, <laughs> um, what's your number three? My number three is Sleigh Ride by TLC. A classic. Like, it almost, it makes me feel a certain kind of little pain in my chest when I said, like, that all I want for Christmas was the last great Christmas song that we'll ever know. Because I need to check the years if TLC Sleigh Ride came out after that or not, because then I've misspoken. It's <laughs> it's a good song. The video, I mean the video. The video alone. You could mute the song. Chile is unremarkable. I know it's Christmas. We're not supposed to throw shade, but okay. what? That's not okay. I I know. Let's move on. No, no, <laughs> Wait, why do you think that Julie is unremarkable? Um, I mean, we all know that Lisa Left Eye Lopes held the, the show in that group, the talent. They all have something special. They all have, a, they're deeply special people. T-Boz is singular. There has never been anyone that tried that. Like she came, she sings. Nobody sings like T-Boz afterward. Singular human being. True. Chile. What do you have to say about Chile? She's the dancer. I, I, if you could have seen, I mean, this is a podcast, so you didn't see my head tilt. <laughs> well, well, whelp look on my face. <laughs> She's the dancer. She's got a great curl pattern. Uh, very attractive. She's very attractive. She's very, very pretty. Beautiful gowns. That's what I have to say about that one. Chile, beautiful gowns. <laughs> um but this was supposed to be a moment of admiration thank you tlc <laughs> we love each of you the same uh sleigh ride is my number three thank you okay I'm just gonna say one more thing. Can you imagine TLC without Chili? Does that work? Be honest. I when I say unremarkable, I don't I can't imagine, of course. Like no one can take her unremarkable place. <laughs> All right, we're gonna move on. So <laughs> You're right. I said I'd behave today, so that was my only slip. I'm back. <laughs> I'm on board for the rest of this. Yes. Okay. <laughs> my number three is Silent Night by The Temptations. Um, this I would also consider a classic. I feel like anytime you're at the family's uh, a family home during Christmas, this song automatically comes on at some point. And what's great about this song is like the arrangement. I feel like all the vocal 
um, like uh, tones are like represented in here. And it just feels like a lullaby in a way that's really beautiful. Um, it's very soothing, um, kind of epic as well. So that's why I love that one. And plus the temptations, like I can go on. So, <laughs> yep. Mm -hmm. the night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. In my mind, I want you to be free. What's your number two? My number two top holiday song is I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa. Claus, the Jackson Five. <laughs> um, this is another song I feel like I heard growing up throughout my Christmases. Um, I think a favorite of um, my mom, my grandma, probably. Um, yeah, so this was another fun one. Um, you hear little Michael um on it um there's a little musical skit in the beginning um of him seeing his mom kiss santa claus um underneath the mistletoe last night um yeah so that's my number two i saw mommy kissing santa claus the jackson five <laughs> Too. I just want to say I like the En Vogue version of that song better. Ooh. Um, but that's neither here nor there. My <laughs> my uh, second favorite song is Sleigh Ride by TLC. It's just such a classic. I feel like the difference in like all I want for Christmas is you is like is like the last great Christmas song says a crossover hit. But then, you know, I feel like, is that, is that why? Cause it's like, cause it's a white people Christmas song too. Mm. 
Mm, good points. Good but points. But Slayer never did that. But then also, like, why are we letting? Why would? Yeah. I don't mm. know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because like, yes, Slay Ride is like. I think Slay Ride came after. I don't know. Anyway. Slay Ride was like the late '90s, right? Pretty sure. Do that. But anyway, but I love that song. It's just like such good vibes. It's like so fully wholesome. Um, yeah, I don't know. like it just fills me with so much joy like i'm fully i'm fully filled up with christmas cheer when i hear that song it's so sweet and somehow just i think it's also gay which i like but i yeah but i i can't i can't speak as to like exactly why it turns out all i want for christmas is you came out two years after sleigh ride Oh. Mm. I feel like Sleigh Ride was in a movie too. But maybe not. All right, it's my turn, right? Sorry, I'll I'll tune in this time. Uh my number 2 it, it was hard between my number 2 number 1 is this Oh wait, no, that's your song. <laughs> We've had some repeats on this show. Uh, my number two is Chris, the Christmas song by Nat King Cole or Christmas Time is Here from Peanuts, the Vince Guaraldi trio. And I think just because the Christmas song is such a prolific, it's like Nat King Cole, that voice in the winter that is Christmas. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna choose the Christmas Time is Here from Peanuts. Christmas can be such a glum time with this little sparkle of hope in it. Um, and I, I really love, love that kind of feeling. I love being a little bit glum in these times. Um, yeah.
my number two song, and this one was hard because it was, it was, there's a very small gap between this and my number one song because I consider this one of the greatest songs of all time in general, because I think it's one of the greatest voices of all time. Um, but uh, This Christmas by Donny Hathaway. There's something about that song just make, that makes me feel really happy and at home. Um, and there's something about Donnie's voice that feels like a warm blanket. Um, so, you know, putting his voice to a Christmas song just feels perfect. And this, this song is that for me, so. Hang all the mistletoe, I'm gonna get to know you better. This Christmas, and as we trim the tree, how much fun it's gonna be together. Christmas, the fireside is blazing bright. We're caroling through the night, and this Christmas will be a very special Christmas for me. And before we uh, say our number one songs, um, I thought it would be interesting if we share kind of a special random Christmas story um, of, you know, or holiday story of a moment um, during the holidays where that we enjoyed or that was memorable to us. So Max, you go first. Um, something I think about or have been thinking about with these songs is um, I used to live in Dayton, Ohio until I was like seven. And um, so I would we would still get snow pretty regularly for Christmas. Um, so it's cool to still have like snow on Christmases and stuff like that. And I remember being a kid um, and waking up really early on Christmas morning to open our presents. We would open our presents like the Christmas day. But um, it would be torture because I'd wake up really early. And, but we would have to wait for my grandparents to arrive. And then they would come like later in the morning. And it'd be like hours and hours um, that I would have to wait for my grandparents to arrive. So I just remember those moments. Um, Christmas Day, waiting for my grandparents to come so we could open presents. Um, snow on Christmas. Oh. Um, and I'll share a moment. Um, in 2009, on Christmas Day and evening, I was um, in an airplane en route to Paris, France. Um, and for me, that was a really like kind of like a watershed moment in my life because 2008 had kicked my ass. It was the tailwind of my 20s, which was kind of a dumpster fire. And like that trip was something that I had been planning for for a year. Um, and like all of the plans for that trip sort of fell through, like the person I was supposed to go with backed out at the last minute. And I decided kind of on a whim to go by myself to Paris. And it was the first time I'd ever been out of the country. And like that moment um, being in the air um, en route to another country 
at the age of 30 was like the first time that I felt like life wasn't like a series of things that just happened to me. Like it was something that I could control or had agency in. And it was just kind of really like pivotal moment for me and the beginning of like a complete trajectory change in my life. So 2009 Christmas day, yeah. All right, Ariella, how about you? Um, I don't have anything as deep. I like, I had like a, I have like a weird, I feel like understanding of Christmas is not really like Christmas because my family is Jewish, but we still had Christmas trees every year, I guess, which I feel like is like a, I don't know. I guess my parents didn't want us to feel like left out or whatever, but Christmas morning, we would just like eat lox and bagels and like one morning like my family always laughs about this like my dad's newspaper got caught in the menorah um because it's also because we were doing Hanukkah so his newspaper got lit on fire and he like didn't even notice and so like he got like really mad when we were trying to like slap it out he was like what the fuck are you doing um but we were trying to save him from having his face be burned off so (laughs) So we still kind of drag him for that. Um, I don't know if that's like my favorite Christmas memory, but it's one of the most outstanding ones. But yeah, we didn't like listen to Christmas music or anything. We just like did Jewy things, but then also had a tree. Um, my Christmas memory, oh gosh, there's so many weird ones fun ones, traumatizing ones. But I think the most quintessential reoccurring Christmas memory for me is breaking out the Able Skeever pans. Like my grandmother is Scandinavian. She's half Swedish, half Danish. And so we always make this Danish Christmas treat called an Able Skeever. And when I was in Denmark, they pronounced it Eppleskiva. It's very different sounding, but um, you know, it's a round ball of dough that you cook in a special pan. I have that pan tattooed on my left arm because my grandmother was left-handed. And under the Abelskiver pan is the word skitbuksa, which means shit pants in, in Swedish. Uh, after five generations of Americanization, the only things that have survived the Scandinavian line in my family is the word shit pants and able skeepers. Um, my grandmother's grandmother called her shit pants and she thought it meant like little angel, but it meant it was shit pants. Um, and so my cousin and I, the youngest, Kaylee, we'd have competitions of who could eat the most able skeepers on Christmas. And we could eat like 11 of them. And I don't know how kids can eat that much bread unaffected (laughs) like dude like it's like these I can only eat three of them now like four four tops on Christmas I make them every year um but yeah just being a kid and like having Iron Man eating contests (laughs) with my cousin on Christmas with Abel Skeevers cool all right so here we are at number one the num- and our number one songs for the holidays are Max, you first. Okay. My number one holiday song in the in the vein of 
um, the things we've been talking about. Oh, Holy Night by Nat King Cole. Um, some of the points Sharita mentioned earlier about Nat King Cole. Um, warm. Yeah, I definitely feel like uh, I think about like, yeah, warm makes me feel warm on Christmas. Um, the whole Nat King Cole Christmas album. Um, I can get super down with. But um, I had to choose. I had to choose because I was only going to pick one Nat King Cole song for this list. So I had to choose which one. And um, yeah, I guess this one, there's like a certain part that I really, I really like um, in the song. So yeah, that's my number one song, Oh Holy Night, Nat King Cole. Oh Holy Night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of the dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. A thrill of hope the weary world rejoices For yonder breaks A new and glorious morn Fall on your knees Oh, hear the angel voices Oh, now Like Max, I struggled to choose which song, and for me, it was which Big Frida Christmas song was going to be my number one Christmas song. Um, I had to go with Make a Jingle. Um, for those who are not familiar with the song, Make a Jingle is the jingle of the car keys that your man should be buying you for Christmas. <laughs> um, so, you know, like this is the kind of Christmas energy that I just like want to invite in for everybody in my life is to be showered with gifts all the time, expensive ones, really nice luxury items. Um, this is as someone who like, you know, doesn't have like a ton of like Christmas. Like I don't really understand Christmas, but I understand. I like the materialism of like receiving things. I think that we should all have people buying us things I guess and also I mean like this song slaps like Big Frida is just amazing for those who can't see I'm wearing my Big Frida t-shirt <laughs> nice I love her so much she's the queen of Christmas music she's the queen of all music period but she has like I think this is like her third Christmas album or something um Make a Jingle is not off of her third Christmas album but she has there's so many other classics there's Santa as a gay man um, there's Rudolph the Big Booty Reindeer. Um, it's just a treasure trove, honestly. And then it's truly the energy that I want to carry with me every Christmas. Thank you. <laughs> it's Christmas time. Oh, oh, and y'all oh. know what that means. It's time for big extravagant gifts. The type you find in the driveway. 
City DJs, the 69 Boys, and Knox, What You Want for Christmas. It is the, um, the rendition of 12 Days of Christmas that I never knew that I needed when it came out. And like the running thing for me is, well, it was before pandemic, is it's not officially the holidays until I hear this organically on the radio. Um, since I'm not driving around and getting it, this year, I haven't, so I had to play it for myself, but um, I think it's brilliant. Um, it's the only Christmas song that makes me want to drop it low, and I think that's important. And the chorus of Five Months Free Rent hits very differently in 2020 than it did when it came out in the 90s. So that is my number one song. Christmas Day, the birth of Christ, no doubt. That's what it's all about. Let me head stop the beat for a sec. Show some respect. Santa Claus, what's up with you? Tell K now what you gonna do. Cause I want everything I say. Wanna wake up on Christmas Day. Help me out if you can. Cause I need a real good man. Cute with a whole lot of cash flow. Standing underneath my mistletoe. And it ain't no if, ands, or no buts. Gonna fill my stocking up with a lot of shoes. A lot of clothes. A lot of cash. A lot of gold. K to the not want a lot of stuff. So if you think you got enough, get ready. Cause my Christmas lit. so excited about my number one song at number two because it was your song i i just you know it, the whole thing just washed over me in celebration of donny hathaway i agree one of the greatest voices of all time the everything is everything album mm -hmm. you know i hear voices i see people just like very held by donny, donny hathaway um, and it's funny because like this is my mother's favorite Christmas song and I, I, I imagine that that's part of why it's also mine because I heard it so much but she low-key picks the Peebo Bryson version of this Christmas and <laughs> I I had I, only in this research was I like wait hold on no, it's the Don, it's the Donny Hathaway version, mom. But every time she's like Peebo Bryson, Peebo Bryson, and I'm like, no, no, Donny Hathaway, ma, come on. Um, 
it's just classic it is it's it's all those things that you said it feels like home and it's just nice today i carried around a bluetooth speaker and played it at the park as sullivan's babies were playing on toys and i was like wow life can be nice and pleasant and warm it was a really nice moment the sun's out today and stuff so yeah it was good on a related note i've heard some young people mention that they feel that the chris brown version is the best version of the song which makes me very sad unspeakable I, unspeakable who's that? that who is that young people they're on my list. As soon as class warfare comes, <laughs> they're, I mean, they're very far down the list for that, but they're still on the list. Make jam out of them. Forget it. <laughs> Chris Brown is a, like, I don't have to say anything. It's no. a disgrace. Yeah, That's yeah. disgraceful. Yeah. Mandigna. I'm just so, I, I'm angry. <laughs> I'm like literally sitting here being like I was thinking about it because when I was googling up for this like trying to remind myself like am I forgetting any Christmas songs and I put in this Christmas and Chris Brown's punk ass is the first google result I was just like you know what all these algorithms they're also trash I just hate this whole thing whatever whatever disgraceful that's all thank you thank you for your time <laughs> that was my that was my TED talk <laughs> Presents and cards are here My world is filled with cheer and you This Christmas And as I look around Your eyes outshine the town they do This Christmas Fireside's blazing bright We're caroling through the night Those are our top five holiday songs for 2020. Um, this will be our final podcast um, until next year. We're going to take a rest, um, take a break. Shout out Nat Ministry. Um, it's been real. Thank you for those of you who tuned in and listened to us. We promise to get better. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and we appreciate you. So with that, we are going to do our parting words for 2020. Um, Max, what are your parting words? Um, not to counter you, Melanie, but um, all things going according to plan, there should be a um, You Ain't Got to Lie, Craig episode coming out before maybe the 31st um, of December. So potentially one spinoff um, episode still to come. Uh, but with that said, parting words of 2020, um, cheers. Cheers to you, Melanie. Cheers to our guests, Ariella, um, Sharita, um, to everybody near and far. Um, yeah, happy uh, 2021. Um, cheers to 2020. All right. Um, 
my parting words are uh, 2020, dear 2020, you are a punk ass bitch. And I ever, if I ever catch you in the street, it's gonna be more than words, it's on site. Um, good luck everyone as we move into 2021, hopefully where the money resides. Um, and yeah, we made it. That's the best we could ask for or hope for. So yeah. Um, Ariella, your parting words. I don't want to jinx myself. I feel like we still have like a week left and I'm not trying to, I just don't, I feel like it's still happening to me. 2020 is still fully happening to me. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I was thinking like, I don't know. Yeah, 2021 for Christmas. What do I want? I want the knees to be able to dance to my Christmas music. I want to invite that energy on my stretch. I don't know. These are my these are my thoughts. I'm disorganized. <laughs> I have nothing. This is what 2020 has done to me. <laughs> There's no more inside. It's just a hollow swirl. <laughs> thank you goodbye yes, thank you <laughs> goodbye wow yeah I feel that a hollow swirl is deep it is like a literally deep swirl exactly it's a double entendre oh my parting words for 2020 thank you for Tiger King thank you for Fiona Apple, Fetch the Bolt Cutters. Uh, thank you for the, the level of terseness that you've given me. That's been my campaign slogan all year. It's terse 2020. I don't have time for some people and their stuff. And I, they feel the hurt that comes through my short words. So thank you for that. I've become deeply, deeply Slytherin. There's Slytherin in my Mars my Venus everywhere, not just a rising sign anymore. Um, that's not what I, that was the preamble to my final words for 2020. Um, that was like the preparation for it. I want to say something hopeful, you know, um, <laughs> it's just, <laughs> uh, it can get worse. It might get worse. And uh, revolution, you know, let's just, thank you, okay. <laughs>